Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 323. It's a it's a symmetrical number. Three, yes. two, three. Yes. I just wish that we were recording this on uh, March 23rd of this year. Now that would have been that would have been pretty fucking cool. That would have. Unfortunately, we are closer to like uh, three months after that or so. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. Um, about four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Closer to four than three, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, but yep, but here we are. Episode three two three. Just kind of rolls off the tongue like that. Three two three. Well, like the last few, uh, no interview, so we're packing in a little bit of extra music. We're going to get right to it. Uh, the new stuff that has come out, I'm going to start on June 25th, and that will kick it off. Well, actually, first, I'm going to mention Klaxon again on the 24th. Their March on You and Anti-Socialite Singles, both very good. I recommend checking it out. Dirty Job released live and loud on the 25th. Rum Kicks released Born Rude on the 27th. The Guillotines released We Mean Nothing to You, which is a single. Revenge Beast is releasing a self-titled on Triple B Records. Puffer uh, releasing or released EP, self-titled EP. Spirito Di Lupo released something very long. I assume in Italian. Uh, I'm going to go for it. It's Vito La Tua Fascia Ne Giorni Di Pioggia. There you go. It's on La Vida Es Un Most Discos. You can go find it there. Uh, Throwouts released Living Today, Dying Tomorrow on Lake Town Records. Strike, tel- Strike 12 released Last Band Standing on Thousand Islands Records. The Drowns and The Last Gang putting out a split. One track from each band over on Pirates Press Records. Power Alone released Nothingness, which is an EP. Carsick released uh, Drunk Hymns on Alcopop Records. Then on the fourth, Liberty or Death Records released their compilation, Canines for Warriors. Coming up, Sad Park is releasing No More Sound on Pure Noise Records on the seventh. What Goes Up is releasing Laws of Gravity on Rad Girlfriend Records. The Hemorrhoids are releasing At the Earth's Core on Mom's Basement Records. Rust are releasing Double Denim and A Bottle of Bleach, and that's on Damn It Records. Fatal Blow will be releasing Rise of the Underdog on Mad Butcher Records. Really looking forward to that. Fatal Blow is awesome. I've loved all of their releases. Uh, Got a couple more. All will be on July 14th. And those include Chamber releasing A Love to Kill For on Pure Noise Records. Cutthroat releasing Fear by Design on Demons Run Amok. Baited releasing Cutting Teeth, which is an EP. Enzyme releasing Golden Dystopian Age on Hardcore Victim and La Vida Es Un Moose Discos. And finally, The Hazmats releasing Skewed View, which is an EP on Static Shock Records. That's my list. Eric, what is on your list? Well, it's not much uh, different from uh, last week's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've, only got, I've only got two to really uh, plug, and that's the uh, uh, Heaven, the new single from The Abusements, and... Uh, Dead Heat, Eyes of the Real, that one single that came out on the 28th. They're promoting their forthcoming EP. I discovered that. It's an actual EP nice. from, uh, that will be uh, coming up in... Uh, oh, God. When, when is it going to be released? I forgot to put that down. Uh, 
It's sometime in July. <laughs> yeah, sometime this month. So, yeah, just to keep an eye out for that. I can't remember what it's called or what the release date is. By the time you're listening to it, it's probably going to have been out already, for all I know. <laughs> but, but, yeah, more on that more on that later. That's, uh, yeah, that's all. I don't have any other releases for July. <laughs> cool. Well, let's get right into the new music. As I said, we're going to pack in a few extras uh, bands that have shared their stuff to us. We want to get to all of it, and hopefully in a timely fashion. So we're going to get after some of those today. Eric, what are you kicking us off with on this new episode, or new songs for this episode? New songs for this episode is a band that we have played on this episode before. In fact, we interviewed them a couple years ago. Nice. Yep, the band is called Wrath of Gods. And I discovered them through, uh, I guess, Bandcamp, and I uh, liked their music, so I played them on the podcast and, you know, posted it, tagged them in it. And then they reached out to me saying, hey, we really like your podcast. Would it be cool if we come on to get interviewed? Yes. Uh, yeah, sure. It was a great interview, too. Yeah, it was a great interview. I went back to, uh, that's episode tw- 171, by the way. Yep. 171, people. If you want to listen to it, these guys are, yeah, these guys are pretty interesting. But I'll give you the sort of rundown of uh, of where they came from and what they're all about. They were, uh, some of the members, uh, uh, Taylor, Parker, and Will, were all in a band called Burn Infinite. And it's a similar musical style with uh, sort of different lyrical aspirations. And they said that it was uh, more metal. Or maybe they were saying that Wrath of Gods, yeah, they meant to say Wrath of Gods was supposed to be more metal than Burn Infinite. But you'll hear Wrath of Gods in just a few minutes, and Burn Infinite I'm actually going to be playing later on this show. Awesome. Yeah, and I thought it would have been kind of cool if I played the song Burn Inf- uh, from Burn Infinite called Wrath of Gods, but then I realized we already did that. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they played, uh, played Wrath of Gods from uh, episode 172, but that is where their namesake is from. Never forget uh, so anyway, they had their first uh, their first EP was self titled. Played some of that; it was fucking great. And uh, throughout the next couple of years, I was watching their Instagram, and they were saying like, uh, you know, more shit's coming. Stay tuned; we got some shit in the works. All right, some new shit's gonna be coming out. Finally, <laughs> finally, their new EP, Death Above, Chaos Around, Hell Inside. A nice four-song EP continuing their spread of thrash-slash-death-metal-induced hardcore teetering toward the pit, and I mean pit, of beatdown. And it's uh, it's fucking cool. So yeah, of the four songs, which one did I choose? Which one did I choose? <laughs> I chose the song Chains. And it has such a thrash-style riffage in the verse, but it goes to a beat down groove in the chorus kind of signaling the coming of a breakdown which more or less revives the riff in the intro you'll see what i mean <laughs> the lyrics however they go into a real existential dread that uh, that comes with the grind you know how dedicating so much time to you know, a means of attributing monetary gain just to be able to sustain a modest lifestyle and it becomes more and more difficult. And when we take on these tasks and have to put so much of our lives into something that depletes our mental and emotional health. The lyrics say it all right here. I feel phantom pains like our souls are missing, like it's been sucked from our veins. Is just existing a goal? Yeah, inflation's a bitch. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, I feel it. I feel it. I'm doing the fucking grind. I'm basically, 
I'm working pennies on the dime, my friends. And uh-huh. it sucks. It fucking sucks. A country that we just give and give and give, and we are just re- we are just giving we we just get back. We are repaid in greed and poverty. Right. Fuckers. <laughs> we want something more. Not a lot. We want to be able to live comfortably. You fuckers. Anyway, the, they are in charge, and uh, I don't like it. I wish they would die. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. So, so yeah, that is what the idea of chains is. You know, the chains are holding us down. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's what we got here. Let's uh, let's fucking bang our heads and get pissed and, uh, you know, let's dance around in the pit like we're punching all the fucking bureaucrats in the face. <laughs> so get it. This is Chains. venue that houses this band i feel sorry for not necessarily for you but for your foundation (laughs) (laughs) and uh and i guess the walls but the walls don't suffer as much right (laughs) they may just be uh shook a little bit but no the the floor takes a beating (laughs) (laughs) so yeah wrath of gods guys i'm excited that you guys are uh still fucking not even kicking it just stomping it (laughs) 
Nice. Yeah, that album is yep. uh, that, the album, the EP. It's a fucking great EP. It's it's nice to know that you're still bringing on the brutality from uh, down south, down in the little SoCal area. And yeah, hopefully we see you up here soon. I know some places. I know some people. God, if there was any band that would be so fitting to open up for these guys, it would be Snuff Tape. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, because they're basically cut from the same cloth. They're both. They are a total beatdown band, but they're closer to Code Orange rather than these guys are closer to. Uh, God, I don't know. Fucking Hatebreed, I guess. They're not even really a beatdown band. Just. You heard them. They're heavy. <laughs> Make up your own fucking distinction. <laughs> the thing is, I can. Uh, I got connections, man. So, Wrath of Gods, we'll get you up here at some point. Right. All right, got a bunch of new stuff to get to. First is Bodeget. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, Bodeget. 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 Bodaget? Bodaget. Bonaget? I don't know. Does anyone remember Bonaget? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> it's, a, it's another phrase for dingleberry. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Bonaget. I've learned that from, the, from, from Napoleon Dynamite. Nice. Get off of me, you Bonaget. Elbows <laughs> his uncle in the, in the abdomen. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, don't even get me started on that. His uncle Rico's a creep. <laughs> nah, it's Bodaget. Bodaget. It could be. Uh, from Salt Lake City, it's a one-man band. It's Jared. Jared emailed on the 17th and uh, ha- put out this single on the 19th. So the single's blinded. Brand new single. Uh, Scott Sellers from Rufio helped produce it. It sounds great. Uh, did well. Scott Sellers is also helping produce or is producing a full-length album that will be coming out this fall from Bodaget. Bodaget. Bod- Bodaget? Bodaget. <laughs> it, it could be. Getting confused here. and uh, I Maybe think a hard T at the end? Bodaget. You know, macho be. man style. Bodaget. <laughs> <laughs> Jared. You're not, doing a, you're not doing a Randy Savage impression right <laughs> unless you emphasize that last T. <laughs> Jared, I should have asked you. Uh, I think one of the things that we've said is got to cover it. Uh, that's the name of the band. Other or other singles, I think, that were out there. But again, be on the lookout for the fall uh, full length that will be coming out. In the meantime, in case you haven't heard, uh, Blinded. So now everybody will, everybody listening right now, you will have heard the single is Blinded.
Had a bit of some alkaline trio sounds in there. At least in the at least in the guitar. Not so much the voice, but the guitars. Right. It's yeah. pretty cool. I was thinking while this was playing, I thought, you know what? Like for example, your band, when your band puts something together, people are coming up with ideas and someone playing guitar is playing guitar and then Eric being on bass plays the bass and then drums happen and then some vocals and you know uh, there's a mixture of things adding even if somebody kind of has everything and you know I think back to Ronnie of Day Drinker I guess Ronnie puts it all together but the band multiple people at one time are kind of playing it and hashing it out and maybe making some adjustments when it's one person it's really difficult to all right play the bass part right now and I'll play the guitar part we can hear it in unison right or yeah. uh, do the drums and the guitar and the bass and we'll set you know this is the way it sounds oh no adjust the bass a little bit so when it's one person that's putting it all together I wonder how that works out that seems like it would be much more difficult it is I can attest <laughs> I put the whole anonymous album together in my head you know how long that took we're going on 10 years now, and I am still rewriting. I'm stuck on this one fucking song. It sucks. Anyway, yeah, it, it does help. You look at a band like Apathetics, we are about ready to put out our LP. We've only been a band for like three years now. Yeah, yeah almost three. Almost three years. But still, it goes to show, we have eight songs and counting. Right. Yeah, we got We got more than that. But the thing is... Yeah, if you all are in a, not necessarily the same niche, but you're on the same plane, then you're bound to come up with something rather unique. And, and you yeah. get to hear it all together while you're practicing. That's really what I think can kind of help fine-tune stuff as opposed to if you're doing it by yourself, you got to come up with all the guitar and then maybe record mm -hmm. it and then play the bass while it's going and be like, all right, make this adjustment, make this adjustment, or the drums, and so you're making several recordings, so you can be playing some of it while you're making some of the rest go yes. uh, along. So, uh, Jared, way to go. It's yep. pretty cool. Yeah, and Jared, for the next episode, uh, give us a call, leave us a voicemail on how to pronounce your band's name. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just say it so we can uh, play it live over the air here. <laughs> Bodaget or Bodaget or whatever. Bode, or Bodajay. Bodajay. It could be any of those, and it could be something else. I don't know. But check it out. Jared's from here, Salt Lake area. Uh, next up, we're going to be playing the band Brain Bleed. They're from Chicago. I know they sent something. It must have been like on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, I was looking for it earlier. Couldn't find an email. But I know they sent something, and I'm glad they did. It's some cool stuff coming at us out of Chicago. Uh, earlier this year, February 13th, they released Demo 2023, handful of tracks. When you're, uh, when you're rummaging through your, uh, your inbox, you know what we call that? <laughs> Finding email. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it sounded like you said you couldn't find the Nemo. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I couldn't find the Nemo, uh, <laughs> but I couldn't find the email either. <laughs> <laughs> Finding emails. <laughs> oh, God. Finding Demo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the demo, the email with the demos. Uh, uh, but it was really cool. I'm glad they did. I like it when the band, you know, bands are sharing stuff with us, especially when we bands that don't know. And I think they're playing some shows. Chicago's obviously a great Midwestern area. Uh, you don't have to travel too far and get to some other great Midwestern cities, Midwestern scenes. Brain Bleed is cool. Demo 23, like I said, came out in February. Let's get to a track off of it. Had a lot of good ones. I bounced back and forth. This one, though, by majority, you know, this hand over that hand plus this hand, it's all my hands. Uh, let's go with majority. That's the name <laughs> of the track. Here goes. All right.
like that. Yeah, just like that. You know, it's uh, the got a sound that reminds me of a, it, it's kind of a crusty anarcho punk sound, sort of like when a and just kind of like a nausea and us rotten that 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 sort of field. Okay. Yeah, just uh, yeah, just with the guitars and the uh, the the same matched aggression behind those vocals. Right. Like I just kept thinking of a certain song by Os Rotten. Nice. Yeah. It, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. That's Brain Bleed. Go check out Demo 2020 or 23. Uh, the next band has same similar name. You know, we went from Brain Bleed to Brain Dead. I think that's what happens, right? You go yeah. from Brain Bleed to Brain Dead. <laughs> you know, what's funny? The three bands that you uh, chose in a row, Bo Dagat and uh, yeah, Brain Bleed then Brain Dead. You have three bands in a row that begin with B, and none of them are signed to Triple B Records. I know, right? We have this Triple B going on here. Damn. So (laughs) fucking close. (laughs) But yes, Brain Bleed, and that does does go to Brain Dead. I was almost brain dead from a brain bleed, so I can... Yeah, that that can happen. It's a... a, I can see the transition here. Yes, it's a it's a pretty natural transition <laughs> due to uh, uh, unnatural circumstances. Right, that's <laughs> true. Because yeah, you need something uh, pretty. Uh, you need an event that's uh, pretty massive to cause a brain bleed, and you'd have to have be surrounded by some some people of sheer ignorance to become brain dead. Right, and I mean that because they wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> All right, the band Brain Dead. They're from Turnout. Turnout in Belgium. Another B. Yes. <laughs> uh, they reached out by Instagram about a month ago, and well, a little over a month ago, I guess. And uh, they, I think they did previous. So they had a release, uh, their demo 2023 that they originally put out, uh, I want to say in February, but then they added three new tracks to it, or four new tracks, rather, uh, or... Maybe the four tracks came to the point. I don't know. There's eight tracks. Four were original, and then they added four more tracks. The four tracks that got added, in case you've already gone out and listened to the Demo 23, because, yes, that is the same title, Demo 23, that we were just getting, but this one's Brain Dead Demo 2023, I guess. Anyway, uh, Burn the Rich, Delirium, Drugs, Sex, and Abuses, and then Slave of Society. Those are the four new tracks. Uh... The band were 19, 18, and 16 in 2021, so I don't know exactly when the birthdays are, but, you know, add two years to that, right? So younger guys, uh, they're good for them for getting out and putting this stuff out, so you can check it out. There's at least eight tracks that you can go check out from the band, and we're going to do one of those right now, one of those four new ones on that demo that got added on there. And it is Burn the Rich. Here we go with Brain Dead. I never worked hard for that shit. It's fancy clothes for your kids. Show them the money and that's it. Just burn. Burn! 
rich. Yeah, then we eat them, right? <laughs> I think that's that's what Aerosmith said. Yeah. We eat them, right? <laughs> yeah, we burn them. No, that's roast the <laughs> roast the rich. Right. Yeah, burn the rich. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you kind of uh, lifted that from uh, another time. <laughs> <laughs> well, good stuff. Go check out all the brain bands, all the B bands, uh, Bodeget, Brain Bleed, and Brain Dead, uh, all from very different places. With very different sounds. Right. Yeah, you had the... Uh, a little uh, pop punk vibe from uh, Boldawa, <laughs> Boldagat, <laughs> and and yeah, the crusty anarcho sounds from uh, Brain Bleed, and then you have uh, some good old street punk from Brain Dead. Right, good stuff. I dig it. Go check yeah. them out. You have to be brain dead to like this music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, lead us into that older, lesser known. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely older. This is, remember what I was saying last episode on how uh, the song Victim by Year of the Knife, uh, Madison said that she went on, she was listening to a lot of uh, irate right. to kind of inspire that. Well, that got me thinking, you know what? I never played irate on here. And then I also remembered, oh yeah, because I didn't listen to much irate other than one song. And this happens to be that song. <laughs> Those that don't know, irate is a uh, is a New York hardcore band. I'm talking later New York hardcore. They started in 95 as just a straightforward pummel and beat down band. But as they went on, they had more of like a a hip hop and groove influenced into their hardcore sound, sort of like the way of uh, Biohazard and Crown of Thorns. Um and yeah, they had a lot of uh, you know, gangsta skits like uh you know, calling out fake bitches and poser pussies. You'll hear it in this song. <laughs> like, this is a metal for little bitches. <laughs> and it's most likely based on commentary, commentary reacting to their urban surroundings. Cool. Yeah, but they even had the the style of the gangster rap in their in their arts, their cover art and their logo. Like, uh, it looks more like a tag you'd see on a brick wall. Nice. <laughs> you know? And, and yeah, a lot of bands were doing it. They were adopting those... You know, that sort of spray paint style and uh, that sort of airbrushed artwork where it just looked like some hooded figure with baggy pants and some uh, big fucking Adidas sneakers <laughs> just like <laughs> chilling out in the urban wasteland, probably probably hustling, rolling some dice, that type of artwork. You know what I'm getting at. <laughs> On a quick side note, I think that Corn and Adidas finally have a deal worked out and they have <laughs> they do. A, Adidas or Corn Adidas shoes now. I know. <laughs> Finally. God, it took him 30 years. Right? Yeah, 30 years of uh, Jonathan Davis having to dress up like a Slavic pimp. <laughs> right. <laughs> Finally landed a deal with the stripes. Nice. Okay. But yeah. So, the song that I chose is the song Vendetta. And yeah, it's the only song I really listened to. And this was uh, me listening to this music at a, yeah, at a teenage mind when... I only the only heavy music I knew of was metal, and these guys so aptly called themselves. This is war metal <laughs> from the album New York Metal. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this is metal, I guess, but it's not <laughs> like any metal I've ever heard. Of course, I wasn't privy to the term hardcore. And there were plenty of bands I was listening to at the time, which I consider now to be hardcore bands. This was one of them. Yeah, the others being like, uh, being like Hatebreed and Comeback Kid and Gallows. I didn't know what to call them other than either metal or punk, but they're not either. They're somewhere in between. 
So yeah, <laughs> this is where, like I said, this is where irate, uh, the category that irate fell into. And this is, it's vendetta, but they say, this isn't mall metal for some little bitches. This is war metal for gangsters or, oh no, for vendettas. So yeah, have fun with this one, folks. <laughs> so after the fucking smoke clears and the dust settles, we're left with one mission, defending a family's name. We planted our flag years ago and staked our claim. This ain't mall metal made for little bitches. This is war metal made for vendettas. Pushing us to the court, stealing a name on some bitch shit. I'd rather see you in the streets than settle up in the system. So right about now, I'ma see just how far I can shove this underground shit up your ass, bitch. Step up, you cowards, fucking criminals. Step up, step up to me and rise up. Offenders, rise up. Defend the family. Step up, you cowards, fucking criminals. Step up, step up to me and rise up. Offenders, rise up. So that was kind of a cultural awakening for me of sorts. <laughs> you know, what really pulled me in was just that fucking, uh, just that, that smack talking on the, in the fucking intro, <laughs> you know, cause you heard a lot of that in, uh, in some of the later hardcore bands who were just like, uh, doing those call outs or doing those fucking, uh, those rep calls. <laughs> it's like, 
You know, it's just like going, Salt Lake City, straight edge, motherfucker. <laughs> yep. So that's basically where a lot of this was emanating from. And yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about Irate. I didn't really listen to much else besides that song. I didn't even really know that they were you know, broken up at this point. They broke up a year after this album was released in 2006. Right. Yeah, but apparently so many people are like, hey, c- come back. Well, they actually have a a fan base. <laughs> they have a draw. <laughs> oh God! So, so yeah, I guess uh, I guess some people uh, still haven't forgot about irate. Obviously, I'm I'm one of them. But I will say there was one time uh, there was there was a show that went on way back in I want to say 2015, 2016. Uh, the band Zodiac Killer. Okay. They were doing a show at the Loading Dog. This is when they were still relatively fresh. I think they were a band for a year at this point. And they actually covered that song on one of their shows. And I was like, oh, God, I'm so bummed I missed that. But also kind of thankful because I don't know what type of pits would have endured. I would have had to endure <laughs> had I watched that. So, so yeah, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. But, hey, Zodiac Killer's still kicking around. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll reach out to Kayo and just say, hey, dude. Uh, you know that you know that song that you played by Irate. Maybe you should bring that up again. You know, I think I'll message him actually. But, nice. But yeah, because I mean they're playing. They're going to be playing in a couple weeks. Actually, in my time they'll be playing in a week. <laughs> <laughs> but by the time you're hearing this, they will have already played. So next week I will tell you if uh, this uh, this vision came true. <laughs> nice. All right, we're going to get into a couple uh, other older or lesser knowns. <laughs> Uh, the next one, a little bit older, July 1st of 2022, so just over a year ago. Uh, the band Tipler, T-I-P-P-L-E-R, they're out of Sweden. They released the Tinnitus Demos. Uh, I think you're only going to find it on Spotify. You don't think it was anywhere else that I could find. It took me a second to uh, it, Tinnitus. I thought you said tonight-est. <laughs> it's like instead of, uh, you know, how they had the late show, then the late, late show. Right. It's like, well, you have the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon and then the tonight-est show <laughs> with, uh, I don't know, Rob with me Cord- as your host. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> as your horse. 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 <laughs> okay. So the tonight-est show with yeah. your co-horse. Yes. Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who watch uh, BoJack Horseman, you know what that means. <laughs> God, picture him as a co-host on a fucking show doing the Tonight Show. Oh, God, that would have been disastrous. Why didn't they do that as an arc? Yeah, <laughs> that, that would have been funny. <laughs> All right, Tipler, I want to thank Tommy Spangberg Carlson uh, for emailing, sending us uh, the link to the band. This came back in April, so definitely one that I've been needing to get to. That name uh, sounds so posh. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Spangberg Carlson. <laughs> what? Carl? Carlson. Yeah, uh, but it's oh. a Swedish version. Okay. Tommy. Tommy oh. Spangberg Carlson. Yes. <laughs> sounds like he belongs in a yacht club. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he is. I don't know. And maybe Tipler's lo- playing off of yachts. The Swedish yacht club? We used to be called Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they released the Tinnitus demos, like I said, July 1st last year. You can go find it there. Uh, there's 17 tracks on it. Uh, a couple, I believe, are in Swedish. Uh, went through, found a bunch of cool tracks that I enjoyed, but I thought, you know what? It's summertime. It was a little bit delayed here in Utah. I don't know about everywhere, everywhere else, but 
Uh, I think it's like finally summer as of maybe like a week or two ago. Before that, I think it was spring and maybe still is spring. I don't know. But I'm definitely ready for summertime. And it is Tipler bringing us summertime. Are you ready for the summer? (laughs) Are you ready for the sunshine? Are you ready for the birds and bees, apple trees, and a whole lot of fooling around? (laughs) No, it's not that song.
It is summertime again, or at least it's close enough. <laughs> it pretty much is. It pretty much is. I remember. Uh, I remember it was like a last week at the beginning of the week. I felt the first real summer day. Right. Yeah, the first real summer day. Where it didn't fucking like, rain. Like every day, it rained here for yeah. like almost a month. Yeah, kind of. Not, not for long May. periods. <laughs> not long periods, but like every day for. 10, 15 minutes up to like 30 minutes, maybe even an hour, but that was the most. It wasn't like an entire day of rain, but yeah, every day it was raining. Like I said, it was a late May. <laughs> thought we were in fucking Portland or Seattle or some shit like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, there was the uh, Utah heat for a minute, yep. then it started raining again. <laughs> yep. It's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not really complaining because I hate the heat. <laughs> Can't spell heat without hate and vice versa. <laughs> All right, well, go check them out. That was Tipler. They're again, they're from Sweden. The Tinnitus Demos. It is summertime, a fitting song for right now. Uh, like last week, added an extra track. It bands that were sharing tracks, and it was a short one. Well, this one's going to be a shorter one, too. It's only a minute and a half long. The band is Not a Fucking Clue. Yes, I, that's the name of the band. All one word, Not a Fucking Clue. Yeah, Nada. Nada. <laughs> nada. Nada Fucking Clue. Uh, they're from Barry. In Ontario, in case I'm getting that wrong, B A R R I E Barry Barry. What do you What do you think? Bar Barry Barry. It's in Ontario, so uh, how would a Canadian say it? Let's see. I'm trying to find the. Uh, I'm trying to find the word. It's a. Uh, they're from Barry. While Eric's looking that up, I'm going to tell you this is a collaboration. Right. The not Betty? a fucking clue. Uh, oh, I think I know how it's pronounced. Beret. Beret, okay. <laughs> Beret. <laughs> uh, not a fucking clue is a collaboration that started out during COVID between Ian Taylor, formerly of the Groggies, and currently of Active Bastard, and Crazy Ian Taylor, and Daniel Brandon Allen of Indian Handcrafts, Grail, Dead Cosmetics, Colonizers, and probably more bands that they were forgetting when they were putting this list together. <laughs> uh, they... Uh, it is really cool. I hope you enjoy it. I dig it. It came out April 23rd of this year, so it's not necessarily older. It's only a few months old, but it's shorter, and we're getting ready to jump into the live shows, and I definitely wanted to get to playing more of the bands. This one, a couple months old. It was a single, One Too Many Beers, so here's that single from Not A Fucking Clue.
one too many beers. Just one? <laughs> More like one too many six packs. <laughs> or one too many kegs. Could be. Uh, that's not a fucking clue. Like I said, it's only a minute and a half long, but very cool. Cool collaboration that they got going on there. Uh, definitely looking forward to what else they're going to do. I like that sound. It's good stuff. Eric, let's get into uh, live shows. Uh, what live shows do you got to mention for this show? Uh, let's see. I have, a, I have a few that are coming up. Um, all the band's tours are done. So, you know, if you hadn't seen them by now, well, you fucking missed out. You sure did. Jackass. <laughs> but if you're uh, back here, then, uh, yeah, we got some coming up on the 7th. Mandalore and Absolved are having their sort of welcome home party with uh, Social Stigma and Bound. That's going to be at the Beehive. It's $18 to come in and starts at 7 p.m. And then, meanwhile, Venom is going to be playing with Acid Witch, Enforced, Worm Witch, Al Ghoul at the Metro. That's a... Uh, between thirty-seven to forty-five dollars. Again, that's accounting for all the fees. I'm not sure where I began on that. <laughs> uh, it starts at seven thirty. Then on the eighth, we have Thrash Giants, Neo Thrash Giants, Havoc, and Toxic Holocaust coming in through uh, Salt Lake, playing with Hammerhead and I M at the Complex. That is twenty-five dollars. Starts at seven p.m. And then Some Kind of Nightmare is going to be playing with the Pseudos, Fancy Lads, and Griebler at the House of Blues. That is uh, Decrepit Mike's house. It's uh, Ask a Punk for the address. It's up in uh, Rose Park, kind of by where the uh, Smiths up there is, just above uh, uh, 6th South. Okay. Or, yeah, I think it's 6th South. Maybe it's, uh, no, maybe it's 8th South. Yeah, I think it's 8th. Yeah, but it's up, it's up a little ways. Anyway, just Ask a Punk, for Christ's sake. What day was that? <laughs> the 8th. Okay. Yep. Then on the 15th, there's uh, plenty of shows happening there. There's three that you're going to have to choose from. Yeah. First of which is uh, Gogo Bordello. They're returning to the Union. That'll be $35. Starts at 7 p.m. And Gogo Bordello, I've seen them twice. They're a blast. I love watching them live. And then the 15th is the Aquabats with the Agrilites and Left Alone. So you got the joke ska, you got the old school ska, and you have the uh, street punk ska. Right? <laughs> yeah, so... Hitting all fields on that one. That's going to be at the depot. Costs uh, $30 and whatever the fuck fees they're charging. And that starts at 6 Then we also have the Filth Lords, Goat Sifter, and All Systems Fail. All of them are some of the heaviest damn punk bands you will hear. Yeah, the, they all kind of fit the same, uh, the same motif. Like Filth Lords are the artsy street punk. Goat Sifter is the satanic street punk. And All Systems Fail is just the... Uh, well, they're the OG fucking uh, D-beat crust punk motherfuckers in Salt Lake City. And <laughs> from, yeah, these DLC greats, uh, these SLC greats going to be playing at the DLC, which is, at, you know, which is the venue in the Quarters Barcade downtown. That's going to start at $10. $10 here, $10. Do I hear anybody? <laughs> Sold for $10. And it starts at 8 p.m. And then on the 17th, these two fucking giants are going to be rolling through the depot. X and the English Beat. X and the English Beat. Oh, my God. I need to see both of them. X I have seen before. Saw them play at a, a punk rock bowling, and they did the entirety of their Los Angeles album. So Wow. That was a classic. That was classic. And the English Beat. Those are one of the OG two-tone ska bands. They were 
fuck, they were awesome, right? That was one of the first, that was probably the first ska band I ever heard. My dad actually bought that CD for my sister, thinking that she would like it. And it was the, it was the best of the English beat. And, of course, the first song was Mirror in the Bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's probably their biggest uh, runaway single. And why the fuck not? It's so catchy. <laughs> God damn, I love that. Mirror in the bathroom, please don't speak. Door is locked, just you and me. Anyway, uh, you'll be able to see that show for just $35. $35 to see those two bands? Fuck. Sign me up, man. Right. Yeah, I really want to sit. I'm going to go to that show. I want to fucking see both of them really bad. And I'm not huge on a lot of ska music, but the old school stuff, it's like the English Beat and the Specials. Those are the two biggest ska bands, the two most important ones from back in the day, I think. Uh, okay, maybe not, maybe not the most important, they're, but they're my two favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I love them both. Okay, it's 21 plus, and it starts at 6 p.m., Okay, okay, and just gonna go a bit into over. I'm just gonna go and have a bit of an overreach into the following week. On the twentieth, my band is gonna be playing at Black Lung. My band being the Apathetics will be playing with Tact, Don't Trust Anybody, and Frick, which is uh, my friend Sid. That's uh, her band, and Sid drums for my band as well. Awesome. Anonymous. So we're all kind of supporting <laughs> each other. And we will all be opening up for Boss's Daughter. It's a show that I'm also putting on. I didn't really want to because I was kind of busy at the moment. but <laughs> And then I thought the show wasn't going to happen because, for the love of God, I could not locate a venue. <laughs> and what's funny, what's funny is after I booked this and like uh, got everything settled, had a flyer made, I get an email from Andrew, Andrew Early, who uh, works the who works at the Bistro, and partially the Beehive, and he told me that the band that they, the show they had booked on the twentieth fell through, and that the venue was open. It's like, hey, if you're still looking for a venue, hit me up. I'm like, oh God, if you messaged me that a month ago, I would have been on it in an instant, but I already got black lung, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, but it's it's okay. It's not a bad venue, just so long as uh, Boss's Daughter gets paid, because they didn't get paid last time they played oh. there. And that was like, hey, dude. But I was like, okay, let me talk to the venue owners. Uh, the owners, they're good people. They're just a little rusty on things. Okay. What's your guarantee? Like, what are you hoping to make? Somewhere between 100 and 150. Oh, I think they could do that. Then I told them that. Can you guarantee them 100 and 150 to 150? Yeah. All right, good. Guys, good news. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Black Lung, it's only $10, and it starts at 7 p.m. And, and yeah, all the bands on there are kick-ass. You know, Frick is a, sort of a joke punk band. I'm on par with, like, the Vandals and No Effects. Uh, Tact, I don't really know Tact. I haven't listened to them. They, well, they don't have anything out yet. I just haven't seen them live. DTA, old school Salt Lake hardcore from the Grudge City days, and... And don't worry, they're closer to a youth crew band than they are a fucking beatdown band. They're, they're <laughs> such nice guys. Super nice guys, super fun music. I love them. I was stoked to have, I'm stoked to be sharing a bill with them for so, after so many years. Right. <laughs> so many cool. years. Uh, yeah. And, and Boss's Daughter, those guys kick ass. <laughs> they're, just, they're just fun, little speedy skate punk type music with a lot of weird Wilhelm Scream-esque of effects and their, <laughs> and their fucking uh, sonic scope they're just great they're like a jack of all trades band and uh 
Yeah, stoked to be seeing them for the third time around. The second time was not so glamorous because there was <laughs> nobody there. Nobody. It was when they came with uh, some kind of nightmare. Wow. Yeah. And Apathetics also were asked to play that show. I said yes. The rest said no. So we just kind of called it at that. <laughs> I don't know why, but whatever. And then I stopped by Aces that one night, and uh, Spencer, he was working the door. I was like, hey, who's playing tonight? Oh, it's Boss's Daughter in Some Kind of Nightmare. Oh, fuck, that was tonight. Um, yeah, I guess I'll see him. <laughs> Didn't know there was a show. So. Uh, but it was the first show of their uh, tour, so they were all in good spirits. They were just happy to be playing. I'm like, okay, good. But next time we'll be better. Right. So we're going to make sure that this time is going to be better. Awesome. Yeah. And also shout out to uh, Nikki for doing the artwork for the uh, flyer. I don't know if you've seen the flyer yet. but I'll have to look at it. Oh, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's their, yeah, Boss's Daughter's calling it their Summer Bummer Tour. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of took that idea and, uh, well, I took the idea, told Nikki exactly what I wanted, and it's like, okay, just, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't give too much away because I, I need you to see it, but... I'm going to have them printed on a uh, uh, cardstock so that we can make them as postcards because awesome. that's what I wanted it to look like. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And I'll give them to all the bands be like, hey, here's something to remember this event by. Pretty funny, right? That is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That That's all I got for shows. I, I promise. Right. <laughs> I got a long list. Let's go through it quickly. Uh, I'm going to start with a band I really love. Played them not too long ago. It's Rat's Nest. They are playing at New Cross Inn in London. On Saturday, the 8th of July, doors open at 4, and it's 9 pounds in advance. The reason why doors open at 4 is because there's a shit ton of bands on there. Decent Criminal, Uzumaki, Wimp, First Time Dead, really big, really clever. That's the name of the band. Uh, Alex B. Kerbis and the Stubborns and Guinea Pigs. It's a huge, I mean, you're almost paying, like I think it's like a dollar or a pound a band. Anyway, so <laughs> go check out that one. Rats and Esther, awesome. I mean, there's numerous bands on there that are worth the price of admission, and you're getting several bands. Next, we're going to jump to Austin, Texas at Kick Butt Coffee on Friday, July 14th. Doors at 7.30, music at 8.30, and you're going to get Antagonizers, ATL, Brutality, Inc., The Mean Hearts, The Tasteless Treats, and The Last Ditch. We just played The Last Ditch. I think it was on the last episode, and it's $15 to go see that show, so... Go check out those bands. Antagonizers are always worth the price of admission. They're fantastic. Uh, in Gainesville, Georgia, not Atlanta, but or not Atlanta, but Florida, not Gainesville, Florida, but Gainesville, Georgia, on July eighth at fifteen dollars show. Doors open at seven. Uh, it's Blackstrap presents the return of Strike First. It's their first show in over a year. That band's fantastic. Rotten Stitches and the Hanging Judge. And then Rob Riot. I'm not sure where Gainesville, Georgia is in proximity to Atlanta, but I know the first three bands I listed are all Atlanta. Bills. They have a Gainesville in Georgia now? They do. I guess, yeah, they do. And it's at 852 Main Street Southwest wow. in Gainesville, Georgia. It's I don't be see them. Confusing with their neighboring state. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but go check those out. Uh, that'll be on the 8th. Uh, all great bands on that one. Then on July 13th, Squillette, again, uh, I'll be mentioning a couple other shows on this, but I have their different flyers. This is when they've bounced over to the East Coast. They'll be playing with Beton Army on Montreal. They're from Montreal. Fuck's sake, from Philly. 
Impact Driver, a uh, newer band from Philly. I got to definitely check these bands out. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right? <laughs> uh, that is in Philly. At the Fire is the name of the venue. It's $10 in advance, $12 day of show, 21 plus, unfortunately. Again, that is on uh, July 13th. Then you got the Young Ones. We're bouncing all over the place on this one. The Young Ones, Fracture, Tenso, Haren. And that is at La Rigoletto, which is in Paris. And that's on July 15th. Uh, 10 euros to get in. It starts at 7.30. Really great bands. And they're coming from all over the place to go see you there in Paris. So, uh, again, that is on July 15th. Where are we at next? Okay. We are, I don't know what the fuck that says. Warman? No, Hugh... Ho use what the? F- anyway, I don't know what this is. It's on July seventh though, and it is at Munson House, Monsoon House, and this is in Atlanta, Georgia. The reason I'm bringing it up is because the band that we played on the last show, Triangle Fire, they're playing it. It's a free show. It's an all ages show, and it is the grand opening of the Monsoon House. Which just go to Triangle Fire 13 on Instagram and you can get more details there. But they're going to be playing with the Supersonic Cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that name. <laughs> Black Market Kidney Surgeon, The Breaks, and Close Enough. So, what is uh, it over in like a millisecond? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Doors open at eight on that show. So go out and check that one out. <laughs> I, mean, I wonder what the neck looks like on uh, such a person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Friday, July 14th, Squelette, Beton Army, and Battery March are going to be playing in Haverfield, Massachusetts. It's a $20 show. 8 p.m. is when it's going to get going, or at least uh, I assume the doors will be open by then. So uh, get over to that one, uh, batterymarch.boston on Instagram if you want to get more details. Then next up, what do we got here? Territories, No More Moments, No Brainer, and Less Miserable. Uh, yes, it's exactly as I said it. This is in Calgary, Alberta, and it's at Modern Love. Doors are at 5 p.m. This is on Friday, July 7th, and it's an 18 and, 18 and older show. Not 21, but 18 and older. $15 at the door. Go check out Territories. They're fantastic. I'll have to check out the rest of those bands. Not familiar with those ones. But territories are pretty awesome. And like I said, that'll be in Calgary. Uh, next up, we have an Asteroid M Records presents Francia, formerly Eclipse album release show. Uh, so if you're familiar with Eclipse, now it's Francia. Then you'll also get Laguna, Ugly Boy, The Musket Vine, Jon- Jonetsu. I don't know what that is. J-O-N-E-T-S-U, all one word. And then The Red Sea. And this is at The Space in Las Vegas. This is on July 14th. It's $15 all ages. Love Asteroid M Records. Go check out the show that they are going to be putting on. And then a couple that I mentioned from the last episode, Triangle Fire will be playing with Bled to Submission and Gum, G-U-M-M Gum, on Saturday, July 8th in Murfreesboro, Tennessee at Graveyard Gallery. Uh, That is a $15 in advance, $18 day of all ages show. You can get tickets at Eventbrite, if you're going to be there in Murfreesboro, you should definitely go check out that one. That well, that shows too far out. Uh, July 5th today, they're in Boise. Uh, it is Land of Wolves. They're their tour here, kind of in the 
west of the, I don't even know, the Rockies. We're just going to call it the Rockies. Yeah, it's Central Mountain West. <laughs> there you go. Uh, they did tonight in at the Shredder. Tomorrow, July 6th, Aces High, Salt Lake City. There'll be a bar bar, Denver, Colorado, on the 7th, July 8th. They'll be at the Triple Nickel Tavern in Colorado Springs. So go check out Land of Wolves if you're in any of those cities. Cape Chaos, this is another one in Massachusetts on July 8th. It's in Brewster, Massachusetts. And it's a $20 all-ages bands, vendors, food. uh, Also brought to you by Audio Epidemic Records. And you get to see Lenny Lashley's Gang of One, The FU's, Dead Low, Jobber, Scumbari, or Scumbari, something like that, Working Poor USA, Bar Fight Champs, and Jerry's Got Jokes. So get out there and support that. It's a a cool uh, one-day fest there, and that looks like that's going to be a lot of fun at the Brewster VFW Outdoor Pavilion. Sweat is most of the way through their West Coast tour. Again, I'm missing it, but they're in Tacoma tonight, July 6th. They're in Spokane, July 7th, Boise, July 8th. They're here in Salt Lake. July 9th, Denver, Colorado. July 10th, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And July 11th, they're in Phoenix. So check out what's left of that tour from Sweat. Great band there on Pirates Press. I think that's most of the stuff. Real quick, the Adolescents will be on tour. Kicks off on July 14th in Garden Grove, California. Go see Adolescents. Our, our pals in Crazy in the Brains, they will be on that tour on various yeah. dates, you'll get Murphy's Law, Swinging Utters, and Deviates. Not all at the same time. You'll have to go look at the flyers. But go over to Crazy in the Brains on Instagram, and you'll see that flyer, and you'll get to see the who's, the where's uh, each of those bands are playing. Uh, Crazy in the Brains, I believe, are doing all the shows, and they'll be here in Salt Lake City on July 26th. We'll talk more about that one on the next show. It's going to be awesome. Right? Hopefully Tony's not wearing a mask this time. Yeah, no kidding. So you can actually hear what he's singing about. But yeah, for the love of God. <laughs> you know, if he's wearing it outdoors, I have to imagine if you're, you're probably going to be wearing it indoors. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, what the hell? Anyway, Hub City Stompers, they'll be kicking off their 2023 West Coast Tour on Friday, the 14th, and that'll be in Tacoma. Uh, the 15th in Portland. They'll be in Salt Lake on Monday, the 17th. Aces High. We'll talk more about that one on the next episode, but it'll mm. go all the way up to the 22nd. Handful of shows in California. They have Las Vegas. They have Boise. They'll be playing all these places. You definitely should see Hub City Stompers. They put on an amazing show. Definitely a band worth checking out. I think that's all I've got. Eric, any else that you got in that long list that I was providing? <laughs> Did you come across anything else? Well, I came across a show that uh, has yet to happen, but by the time you're listening to this, it will have happened. Okay, <laughs> it's, a, it's a song. A, a song. It's a. Uh, it's a show with Among Wolves, Monstrology, and Flying Coffee Beans. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know the Flying Coffee Beans were still around. That was. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even heard of the Flying Coffee Beans. Yeah, they're a ska band. They've been around for a while. Um, I only know this because I was part of the uh, I was part of a local festival with them okay. way back in like 2013. So yeah, it's been a while. That has been a while. Yeah, but but yeah, I'm uh, seeing this now. I may want to check that out. If not, just to see Monstrology because Kyle Smith, you're a G. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get to those albums. Yeah, let's get to those damn albums. All right, let's talk about uh, Wrath of Gods. 
the beta test. <laughs> Let's talk about Burn Infinite. Now, like I said, we had already played the song Wrath of Gods by Burn Infinite, but I wanted to go back and listen to the rest of that LP. That LP being What Doesn't Kill Me Makes Me Stronger. <laughs> okay, no, not the last part, but yes, What Doesn't Kill Me it was released in a 2016. And yeah, like, uh, like I said earlier, Taylor Parker and Will started this band, and they had more prowess uh, dedicated to hardcore as opposed to the more metal distinction that Wrath of, God, Wrath of Gods adopted. And I think the songs that best represent their chief influences on here are In Fury and In Vain. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the song In Fury is originally from the EP of the same name that was released uh, three years prior in 2013. Uh, some other songs that were repurposed include Project Monarch and The Fall. And N Fury has more of a D-beat feel on this album. It's like a discharge song with a breakdown. So that's pretty fucking cool. That is. And, and the lyrics, <laughs> okay, are so, for lack of a better phrase, typical <laughs> i'm sorry but come on there are scores of hardcore songs about not being chained down to find the odds struggling to come out on top da -da -da, da -da -da. <laughs> honestly these songs should be what plays in a in a training montage in those like 80s sports films nice. and uh, they, i think it's about time for a revival of that you know with the with Stranger Things and Cobra Kai and the new Top Gun movie, people are obsessed with the 80s again. I'm like, okay, let's bring back the 80s sports movies. Bring back the Mighty Ducks. Bring back Rocky. Oh, okay, that was the 70s, but still, bring back those little <laughs> underdog fucking uh, the sports movies. Yeah, the little giants, totally. I grew I up I think that was that the shit. 90s, though, but still. It was the 90s. It was the 80s and 90s, and 90s when it was starting to get a little blasé, but... But seriously, if you're going to bring back the 80s sports films, bring in these total 80s hardcore songs like "And Fury." Uh, yeah, if you can listen, if you can listen to the lyrics, you can understand. So many hardcore bands have uh, done these types of uh, songs that it's practically background noise. But that doesn't mean I don't love it. <laughs> I don't love it. Every hardcore band says that they're not going to be chained down. I'm like, okay, just. Uh, just don't, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's End Fury.
Yeah, come on. Can't you see like that? Just uh, <laughs> some big fucking machismo body, bodybuilding looking motherfucker just like <laughs> lifting all them crazy weights during that breakdown. Fuck what holds me down. <laughs> drops the <laughs> drops the bar back onto the it drops the weights back onto the fucking uh, the holsters. Yeah. Way to go, Rocky. <laughs> yeah, that would ju- that'd be super fucking fun. Somebody do that <laughs> and use that song. Anyway, moving on from there, the next song that I had to choose was In Vain. And you might be thinking In Vain, V-A-I-N. But no, it means vein, the, you know, the little tubes in your arm that carry the fucking blood. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why the, they went with this, uh, <laughs> with the homonym to vein in the... Usual sense that it would be to uh, the the typical scent that it would be displayed here for this specific phrase. Specific phrase. I'm tripping over my words. Just <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Okay, let's talk about in vain. <laughs> the guitars are really fun. <laughs> they you know, holding down long drawn out chords, some tremolo riffing, and playing around with octave notes, all of which are displayed rather rapidly in the first 30 seconds of this song. And this is also the second shortest song on this album, sitting at 138. Yeah. Yep. Don't get any ideas. This, <laughs> and this goes on the struggle between uh, your beliefs and your dedication to it, despite the suffering it can put you through. And it reads as if you're at the, the sort of crossroads you know, to decide uh, what truths do you hold more closely and, and whether or not you even consider said truths to be legitimate. So it's sort of like your, uh, your, your little preamble. We hold these truths to be self-evident that <laughs> this shit is bullshit. <laughs> So yeah, it's just uh, just kind of uh, reevaluating the decisions that you are currently making, and just sort of seeing where this path is going to lead you, and just sort of figuring out, you know what? I think I want to uh, drop this thing that I'm thinking about, and maybe uh, change my trajectory a little bit. Of course, I think they're uh, talking about religious implications here, but but it does is a general term that could go through uh, all walks of all situations in life, no matter the severity. You know, yeah, whether it's just like, uh, do I do I really want to keep this job? (laughs) (laughs) To like, do I really want to keep seeing this person, or do I really want to keep going to church, or? Even to as severe as, do I really want to eat that Hershey's? <laughs> uh, or even like, you know, do I want to breathe? Breathing is kind of overrated. Should I do that? Yeah, nah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's basically what I got from the song in vain. Again, I don't know why it's spelled that way, but it doesn't matter. The fucking song kicks ass. So here we are in vain. Pay attention because uh, you you will miss it. It's pretty short. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking for? Don't see what you're doing for. Is this what they hate for? I ask that question to myself. What does it fucking do? Yeah. 
For the burden, so this won't be in vain. You see what I mean? <laughs> it's it's A I N, not E I N. <laughs> unless you're, unless it's a song about struggles with addiction, which I doubt it is. But you know that would be very clever. <laughs> you know, struggling. The struggle will not be all in vain. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that would be. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll pitch that to some of my uh, ex junkie friends, who are also musicians, <laughs> or maybe my current junkie friends who are also train hoppers. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, but I want residuals. <laughs> kidding me? Crusty's uh, d- they don't make money; they just steal it. <laughs> Unless you're a trusty crusty, then you just use your parents' credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes not even your parents. True crusties use credit cards that they found. <laughs> I'm using the quotes there. Found. Uh, anyway, Burn Infinite. That was a that was a great band, great album. I really loved. Uh, I really loved listening to it. I had to listen to five separate songs, five songs to really decide which one was the better of them all, and I. Yeah, I opted for uh, those two. Well, and Envy, I know, was always going to be on there, but something about In Vain just uh, called to me, I guess. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It just felt right. Nice. <laughs> but listen to the whole album. It's a it's a scorcher all the way through. It's a great cover-to-cover album. And, and yeah, I felt like uh, some diligence was due on this one because, hey, Wrath of Gods is still out putting out new shit. But, hey, remember where they came from? That band Burn Infinite? Yeah. They're also pretty cool. <laughs> or were also pretty cool. So, so yeah, it's good that we have those in the uh, in our roster, and good that I have them on rotation because I love them both. So yeah, there we go. I think I've uh, given enough. I think I've spilled enough on fucking uh, the guys in Wrath of Gods slash Burn Infinite. Who do you have now, Dustin? We're moving north in California to Sacramento for the band Pressure Point. They're a great band. Oh, yeah. Their uh, EP, Life's Blood, is a phenomenal EP. So many great tracks on it. I can't remember if I played that one before, but it's really great. Came out way back in 1999. Big fan of that one. That's how I got into the band. Well, the band actually has a few other albums. Uh, their first album is what I've got here. It came out in 1998. The band formed in 95. Their last release came out in 2007. They had a compilation called Get It Right that came out in 2008. But 
usually those are the post uh, posthumous of the bands, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the band, though, awesome. Uh, really great. They did form out of the ashes of a former band called Deep Six. Uh, at least Mike Erickson and Kenny Beasley, they're the ones that uh, they are the two continuous band members of this band since its creation, at least during that stint. Uh, a lot of great stuff. I decided to go to this album as the EP. Uh, I think I've discussed it. I know I've played at least a track or two off of it, so I thought, where else can I go? Because Pressure Point's pretty awesome. Let's talk about more stuff from Pressure Point. So first album from 98, it's called Youth on the Street. Let's get to one of those tracks. Uh, we're going to lead it off with a track called Heart Like a Lion. You'll see what we're in for if you're unfamiliar with the band Pressure Point. Some uh, snotty fucking hybrid of oi and street punk on there. Right? <laughs> I like that. I think that's got to be one of my favorite styles is when you're blending and you're like, yeah, it's oi. But yeah, that's street punk. Yeah. But yeah, that's oi. <laughs> I, uh, I can understand that. It's sort of like, wait, that's thrash. But that's hardcore. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, there are great blends out there. Uh, Mike Erickson, Kenny Beasley. Great job. Mike Erickson's the vocals. Kenny Beasley's the lead guitar. And like I said, they were the ones that are the, the consistent group in Pressure Point, at least during that period. I'd love to see him again. Don't know if any of the bands, you know, you, bands that have been inactive for a while, you never know when they might get back together and do a show or play hmm. something. Just as that last episode, Ruffians, it was 15 years in between releases for them. So you never know. Yeah. 
might they might turn out to be one of those uh, token fest bands like a uh, Coxbar or uh, Wisdom and Chains. Right. Yeah. These guys have yeah. a lot of great stuff, and I would love to see them. Never seen them. Love to get to see these guys. Uh, I can understand that. <laughs> They're fantastic. Uh, great stuff out of Sacramento. Uh, you know, if they do something there and then uh, fest or something like that, it'd be easy to get them, right? Hopefully, well, that's it. They all still live there. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see. Anyway, let's get to it. Let's wrap up this album, Youth on the Street. Again, it came out in 98. This track is called Strength Through Oi. Are you sure about that? <laughs> or maybe you're just uh, too drunk to remember any shame. <laughs> Could be that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you street skins work. Well, great stuff. Pressure point. God, I hope they get together, do something, play some shows, put out some music. They have a lot of great stuff. There's several other albums. 
Uh, you definitely should go check out the EP that I was talking about. A lot of great stuff. Great Sacramento, oi, street punk, oi, whatever you want to call it, band. Great stuff. We're going to wrap up the show. Eric's got a metal song. I got a rock punk adjacent, but they were listed as rock, but we'll get to mine in a second. Eric, what do you got for us? Well, I got another surprise release, at least surprise to me, because, you know, I'm apparently out of the loop with some uh, some new releases. Last week, I was talking how I forgot that Creeping Death was coming and sort of forgot that they were even releasing a new album. Well, now, another death metal band is coming, but not for a while, like uh, not until September, but they did release a new single, and they will be releasing a new album. That's not coming out till uh, September 22nd. But the band that I'm talking about is a much bigger death metal band. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Just, a, I can't even say a little. Just, a, they're much bigger. <laughs> you may be wondering, which one? Which one? Well, the one that I've apparently talked about the most on this fucking show, it's obviously Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got death in the name, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> death Angel is obviously a death metal band. <laughs> okay, now it's fucking Cannibal Corpse. If you're a metalhead and you've been paying attention to, uh, you know, Metal Sucks or Loudwire or just even uh, looking out the window, then <laughs> you know that Cannibal Corpse released a new single and uh, adjacent music video for their song, Blood Blind. And I, it took me four days to listen to that. Four days. It came out on the 22nd. I listened to it on the 26th. And the reason why I know about it is because I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw this uh, this big sponsored post like uh, Cannibal Corpse new merch, pre-order new album. I'm like, D -d -d what did you say to pre-order? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I look it up. It's like, oh, fuck me. They really are. Uh, they really are about to release a new one. Uh, and I was like, didn't they just release one? Yes, they did. Two years ago. They're about due. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Violence Unimagined, that one came out in uh, 2021, and it was great. It was a great fucking uh, Cannibal Corpse album. It was the first to feature their uh, new guitarist, Eric Rutan, who replaced Pat O'Brien after his little uh, breakdown in Florida. <laughs> he became the Florida man. <laughs> Oh, God, he was, uh, yeah, the thing where he was, like, going on a rampage and uh, was going around the street with a flamethrower. Wow. <laughs> saying saying how the government's coming to get him or uh, just going on some shit. He took some bath salts, so oh, that's not good. He, was on some, he was on some fucking crazy shit. But he got off, uh, you know, he didn't kill anyone, thankfully, but that's he good. did, he did <laughs> set some homes afire. Okay, not a whole house, but he did burn his house. Wow. Yep, and uh, they found a lot of uh, unlicensed weaponry in his little... Uh, they found a whole arsenal in his fucking doomsday prep room, pretty eh, much. There's worse things out there to find than that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they could have been loaded. <laughs> Actually, no, that was not even... And they also found a sawed-off shotgun, which uh, apparently is illegal. So, oh. mm, whoops. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about Pat and his uh, misfortunes. We're here to talk about Cannibal Corpse, the new song, Bloodblind. It is fucking awesome. It's heavy. It's pretty much everything you expect from a Cannibal Corpse album. And, yeah, the music video is pretty awesome. The cover art for their new album is pretty brutal. It's, again, classic Cannibal Corpse. If it ain't broke, don't fucking fix it. So here is Bloodblind. Bloodblind. 
Cannibal Corpse. They know how to be brutal. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, they basically corner the market on brutality. <laughs> I mean, just just look at what they were capitalizing on. It was mostly their album covers. They were controversial. They got censored, but that's what garnered them all the popularity they needed. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Cannibal Corpse. It's pretty much exactly what you'd expect at this point. But if what you expect is what you love and you never get tired of it, then you're probably going to love the fuck out of this album. True. <laughs> yep, because I loved the fuck out of that song, and I love the fuck out of that band. So, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 
Anyway, that was my uh, that was my pick of today. Uh, the band I got is listed. So on the email that we got, so we got an email from Epic Epictronic Records. Uh, and it came on May 17th, mid-May. I've listened to this a little bit. I really like the title track. And uh, that's what we're going to play here in just a moment. The band Souls Worn Thin listed them kind of as a rock song. And I kept thinking, like, they kind of sound pop, punkish, whatever. And the actual track, you know, like on the metadata that's listed, it has it listed as melodic pop punk. Maybe it's that. I don't know. It's punk melodic adjacent. pop punk as opposed to... I don't know. Those are the describing <laughs> words listed in the the metadata there. Uh, anyway, it came. It's they listed. They were described as a rock group. I'm going to throw them here on the end just because I want to play them. I think the track's cool. It's got a good message. Uh, the band Souls Worn Thin, and that's S U L S Souls Worn Thin. Uh, they are uh, from Olympia in Washington. The album they put <laughs> out on yeah. Back to Olympia. You got to say that every time, right? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Yeah, we're contractually obliged. <laughs> well, now that we're back to Olympia, uh, Kill Your TV was the release they put out on May 26th, and we are going to check out the title track. I think it's got a good message. Uh, you probably should kill your TV. So here goes. Here's Souls Worn Thin. <laughs>
insane Flashing on your little screen Or kill your TV, kill your TV, kill your TV need to think for ourselves indeed now i gotta say that was that was pop that was melodic and it felt kind of punk too so i would say it was closer yeah i'd say it's closer to uh one of those a green day style pop punk like even early green day right that's what it's that's what it sounded like to me because it was a little it wasn't polished enough to be a total pop song or later green day material <laughs> or blink 182 material you know it was not that style of pop punk but this was like mid 90s that's well, what it sounded like to me it's good stuff I, they were listed like i said as rock so i just threw them on here at the end just so i can get more of the bands i'm trying to get played played i like the song i think it's great i think it's more punk adjacent than rock than yeah, but whatever. I That's what so. we're wrapping up the show with. Kill your TV. Kill your souls team. worn thin. Yeah. And also, this is because I misheard a lyric when they were, uh, you know, repeating, kill your TV, kill your TV. It sounded like he was saying TV guillotine. I was like, uh. that, that sounds fucking awesome. Because, <laughs> you know, in a sense, they're kind of uh, beheading you because they're uh, controlling your mind in a sort of way. Song, that's a, that's for you right there. Another coined something or another. You just exactly. gave that away. You better get it before somebody else does. Uh, trademark. <laughs> that's going to the apathetics. I'm going to have this song written and released before this episode comes out. TV guillotine. Yep. <laughs> Don't repeat it. <laughs> Don't repeat it. They'll, they'll get some ideas. Oh, I forgot already. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and joining on this episode. Thank you for listening all the way up to this point. And you can follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Play, Riff, and Podvine, Verbal, and SLCPunkCast.com. Go check out Pow Radio. The app is up and ready to go on Android, and the website's running, and it's still streaming about a week or so. We'll be definitely changing up the programming and how it's going to be running. But uh, until then, feel free. Hopefully get in the Apple Store, iTunes uh, app for Apple products and such. Working before too long. And, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap up the show. So Instagram bands are found at Wrath of Gods, and that's Gods with a Z, Wrath of Gods (laughs) Cult, at Bodeget underscore punk, at Brainbleed WCHC. 
That's for Windy City Hardcore. At Braindead underscore band. At Irate Official. At Burn Infinite HC. At Cannibal Corpse Official. At Souls underscore Worn underscore Thin. And the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where are you? Where am I? I am on Instagram. My personal profile is uh, at Scary Uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Uh, my bands, Anonymous and Apathetics, are on Instagram at Anonymous underscore Band Official and the Apathetics.slc, respectively. And you can find both of us on Facebook at Anonymous SLC and at the Apathetics. And listen to our shit on Bandcamp at Anonymous SLC and the Apathetics.bandcamp.com. I have another podcast called Lead Melodies that I'm uh, working on getting back onto the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Above ground, rather, because it's <laughs> been kind of uh, sitting there festering. <laughs> but if you want to check out whatever's been going on, I haven't been posting much. But on the Instagram, it's uh, Lead Melodies underscore podcast, and on Facebook, Lead dot Melodies dot podcast dot SLC. You can uh, stream the existing episodes on Anchor FM, and uh, also find it on Spotify. And also follow the SLC Hardcore page. I'm posting on there pretty regularly nowadays. Yep. At posting flyers and goings of on, and uh, you know, merch that's happening in the scene, and yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. If you want to keep more up to date, I'm on there. Bands are found on Facebook at Wrath of God's Cult, this time with an S, Brainbleed at Brain Dead Band 2021, uh, Brain Dead, yep, that's that one, Tipler. Uh, at Burnt Infinite CA, at Cannibal Corpse, at Souls Worn Thin, the show's at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening all the way up to this point. I hope you enjoyed the show. I uh, hope you found some cool bands. Uh, we've been trying to pack them in. Thank you to all the bands that share all their music with us. Uh, keep it up. Keep it going. Keep the scene alive. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well, I got one final thought. This sucks. I wish I was at home watching Blues Clues. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really have. I don't really have much. Just uh, uh, thanks for yeah, thanks for listening, and thank you guys for uh, sending in your music. But uh, at times, it's like, come on, give it a rest, will you? Just <laughs> grant us a period of uh, grant us a grace period, <laughs> some just a splendid isolation for a minute. Eh, maybe I'll play that song. That's a Warren Zevon song. It's a great one. Yeah, I got plenty of others to, <laughs> to choose from. But join us next week. And until then, play the fucking outro. Play the fucking outro.